You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky were your hosts, as always, here on Steady Picks Radio. SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from myself, from Ricky, Donnie, Big John, Steady Picks System Plays, and so much more. So help you become a better handicapper today. Better sports, better overall. Uh, go sign up today. And while you're there, you can sign up for one of our two partnering sports books, BetMGM or BetRivers. There are special offers for both for new customers only. So while you're there, if you don't have accounts at either of those places, go ahead and sign up and create one. Remember, the greatest power you can have is having multiple books to bet into multiple accounts at all kinds of places to always get the best line especially on future stuff which we'll get to uh in a moment here because uh, people seem to really like that discussion yesterday gambling problem call 1-800 gambler there ricky uh good morning how we doing good morning tom uh doing well my man how are you good good and uh just a whirlwind of texts and all sorts of other things, tweets and texts yesterday after the show saying everyone was in an an uproar that I did not mention Donnie's futures bet when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers' odds shortening. Because if you'll remember, and I I didn't, we do a lot of talking, so it's, it's hard for me to remember everything, right? Friday, Donnie actually gave the bet for Aaron Rodgers for MVP on the show, which was pretty cool. All right. Actually, we see you, Donnie. We yeah, see if you, you remember, he gave that on the show. Um, So, my fault. I had uh, several people. weeks left. Let's remember, Aaron Rodgers didn't cash that ticket yet. Right, but anytime you get a value like that, you're you're really, really happy. You get a plus five fifty goes down to plus a dollar twenty five, dollar fifty. You're gonna feel really good about that ticket in your hand. Not that it's a winner necessarily, but you're gonna feel really, really good about that. Yeah, that's a good one, no doubt. Um, so I had to shout that out because I got uh, several texts saying, "How dare you? Uh, give Donnie <laughs> the respect he he deserves." So. There it is. Got to clear the air. The second thing is, Ricky, something interesting from yesterday. 
uh, last night happened to me. So I was out at the bar uh, with with some buddies that don't really um, you know they watch sports, but they don't bet on sports. They're not they're not like us, right? They're not built like us. And okay, of course, you know, we're chatting and said, "Oh, the the football game's about to start." And he said, "The football game?" I said, "Yeah, there's an early game tonight." There's a doubleheader of NFL from all the COVID, whatever. And so the game starts, they're running, the, it's on the TV, they're running the, the previews, and they're talking about the teams. And and the one guy goes, Nick Mullins is starting for the, he's horrible, of course, remembering the Philly days of Nick Mullins. I saw him play before in person. He's terrible. Raiders are winning by... Raiders are winning by two touchdowns. I said, eh, I'm actually on the Browns tonight. Actually, I have a bet on the Browns. He goes, I'll bet you the Ravens win, or the Raiders win by seven. I said, oh, really? And here's what I was trying to explain to him. If anyone ever does that to you, you take it. For the simple be- reason that it's math. It is math. Before the game started, the Browns were plus three. Right? Plus three. Right. He is now giving me plus seven. You got to think about this. It's it's crazy. My mind went straight to here, though, it is what's so crazy to me is that this is where my mind went when he said that. And he was being serious. He's like, Nick Mullen stinks. I said, uh, Nick Mullins is probably not worth as many points as you think. Nick Mullins, from Baker Mayfield to Nick Mullins, is probably two points. Yeah, that <clears throat> it was an aggressive move. I think it moved six points. And it wasn't which just was nuts, the, the quarterback in that in that move. Because there was a lot of other players for the Browns that were out. But still, like, we yeah, talk yeah. about the difference between two players. It's literally probably two points would be my best guess as to how many points. So, anyway, the simple math behind it is if somebody gives you even money for more points than what the point spread is currently worth, you take it every time. So, if you were going to bet the Browns plus three... At minus 110, and Joe Schmo comes along, your buddy who thinks he knows everything. Oh, Nick Mullins is horrible, horrible. And I can now get a plus seven at even money, plus 100, technically would be the line on that price. You take that every time. Tom. Why don't you bring these guys around next time I'm around? <laughs> All right? I, I don't find suckers like this every day offering that up. I and love it, though. Yeah, you're a nice guy, Tom, but you're going to take a sucker's money if he's going to do that like any reasonable man would. So, And I said, I don't even love the Browns tonight, but it is simple math telling me that this this is a plus EV bet. We talk about it. That is the biggest plus EV bet I've ever made in my life. And is it going does that mean it's going to work out every time? 
No, of course not. But I'll do Dude, that. I'm so mad. Thousands about that of times. Game. What? Oh, I had a. I had the Browns plus a half in the DraftKings thing. Tom, the losses that I'm having in this competition, as I'm right in the mix of first place, tenth place, like it's it's neck and neck right now. My two losses on the week are Browns plus a half point yesterday. That game-winning field goal cost mm-hmm. me it. Absolutely brutal. And then I had the Packers like uh, minus four or five and a half, and they blow it on a last second like a uh, garbage touchdown. But gosh, that you I know you ended up taking the plus three to go along mm-hmm. with your minus three ticket as well. But damn, Tom. We should I just like a brutal uh, collapse there at the end for the Browns. I don't know how they ended up losing that game. Yeah, tough one. It was a tough one, but you know it's 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 the NFL and it's it's very tough to win football games in the NFL. It is not an easy task to do so, and those contest lines are as sharp as as sharp as it can be, which makes it difficult as well. Adds an extra layer of difficulty to you know to what's going on definitely the the sharper of the lines there um so we'll move into NFL for for tonight we've got two games tonight I just wanted to tell that story because I thought it was funny and I thought it was a good example of like a plus EV bet that we talk about all the time and the fact that it's such a when I talk about this too, the human condition of sports betting, we're just a little bit different when you bet sports like this and you think about it every day and you're looking at the numbers and the lines and the prices. You're trying to figure out what price do I pay the two and a half? Do I pay for the three? What price is better, right? All of those things go through our head all the time that when somebody says, oh, hey, I'll," they don't know what the point spread is and they go, oh, yeah, they win by seven. Want to bet. I just think it's so no, interesting. Gotta how, love it, Tom. How, how yeah. it wound a little bit different. But anyway, I'll get that, off of that story. <laughs> no, value value's value, however it comes. In the NFL tonight, we've got two games. We'll start with the first one, and it's a shame. It's a it's a real shame that they can figure out how to make this a double header. But both games are at seven o'clock tonight at the same time. I have to think the NFL is a little brighter than this. Why is one game not at, why are we not doing 5 and 8:20 again or some variant thereof? I don't understand why, but anyway, we won't I won't go down that rabbit hole. First game, the Washington football team going to Philadelphia against the Eagles. Eagles are laying six and a half points here um, at home against the football team. Do you have a play on this? What's your initial thoughts on this game, uh, Ricky? So initial thoughts other than, first of all, I think this is kind of fucked up that the Eagles got this game pushed and now they have to play on a short week. Um, You know, it's a tough situation in general. But that being said, there's a little bit of 
uncertainty in this game too, similar to the games yesterday. For example, is Taylor Heineke playing, Tom? Mm-hmm. I can't seem to find a uh, any clarity on this, whether he's in or out. Sounds like he's questionable. Some people think he, he will play, but I'd like to have some clarity on the quarterback conf- uh, the quarterback situation because I think, as you saw yesterday with the Browns game, if the starter's out, whether it's two points, three points, six points, the line's going to move. You don't want to be on the worst end of it here. And but who is the backup? With these there? games, do we know who the backup is? Yeah, it's Brandon Allen. I'm pretty sure, unless uh, he's who came in the last game, mm-hmm. or Kyle Allen. Excuse Kyle me. Allen. Yes, Brandon so, Allen. There's a name. Oh, they have both Allens. They have Kyle Allen and Brandon Allen. So one one of the Allen boys will be in there. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm looking through some stuff now, and it sounds like uh, Heineke. Has a, has a shot to play. For me, Tom, I, I think all these, like maybe Heineke has a slight edge on the other two, but mm-hmm. all these guys are in the same basket, in my opinion. Yep. Um, as are Jalen Hurts and Minshew. If anything, I, I'd probably give the edge to Minshew, but sounds like Jalen will be out there. This is, a, this is a game, Tom, where I think the teaser people, if you like teasers, both of these games tonight would fit the the Wong teaser rule. Uh, the home teams moving through two key numbers, so that's what my play is. Truthfully, I'm I'm teasing both home favorites tonight. But uh, you are teasing the home favorites. Teasing the home favorites. Come <clears throat> through the seven. In this case, interesting. We're essentially getting Eagles pick them, Rams pick them with this teaser. Interesting. Okay. Um, so that's that's where I'm going with it, Tom. Okay. I yeah, that's interesting because some of the I see six and a half consensus for the for the football team and the Eagles. I do see. Six and a half. I do see one seven, but mostly six and a halfs out there. Um, this COVID stuff is just unbelievable. Like you don't even. It's just unbelievable. You can't even do anything with this stuff. It is just bananas. And so, when I look at this game, I pretty much want no part of this. I do think that, you know, the football team, even if they have some people back it's going to be really tough for them to kind of do what they want to do. Just with so much going on in a week and so many people in and out and moving the game and all the other things, I think it could be really tough. So Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen were both on the on the list this week. So Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke. Now, are either of them back? Your guess is as good as mine. It's just an ugly game to get involved in. You know, you know, it's a bad situation, Tom. I have had at least, not kidding, five different people offer me free tickets to this game. No one even wants to go to it, which is weird. Like, I know it's getting a little cold, guys, but like, this is a pretty big game in Philly here. Uh, potential you know playoff implications even and 
I don't know if it's the scheduling or what, but it's, uh, it's a weird situation going on. It's a shame that uh, we didn't we didn't get this game on Sunday. It is. It is. And, okay, so you're teasing this through. I have nothing on this. I think this game could be a mess. The Eagles I don't necessarily trust to take care of business as the team that they are. Uh, so I want nothing to do with this one. Or go ahead. To give one one stat for the stat people, Eagles have only been a home favorite one time this season. They did cover it. It was uh, against the Saints. They were laying three. So, for what it's worth, they they covered the only other time in this spot. They're three and one as a favorite. So, pretty good spot to get them, Tom. I suppose so. I'm just afraid they. I don't know. I don't know. That's a really tough game. Second game. Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. Rams are laying seven or six and a half. I see a few six and a halves. Mostly sevens, though, uh, for the Rams at home against Seattle. What do you have here, Ricky? Do you, you have the second leg of a teaser, but... Right, do you have any other thoughts on this game? You know, I don't. This is another strange COVID game. The Rams have been smashed with COVID. I don't know who's in. I don't know who's out. It's honestly, Tom, you know, I, I've just never been so done with something in my life as I am with this fucking COVID stuff. I, I don't even want to sit here and try and figure out, like, and play doctor you know, and be like, uh, they might be in, they might be out. Like, I don't know, man. Everyone's guess is as good as anyone else's. These lines likely shift rapidly depending who's in and who's out as game time approaches. So I just don't know, man. Any advice I'd give would just be throwing something at the wall. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of layers to that. You know, you're you're looking at this stuff trying to find value, and oftentimes in the chaos is where you'll find the most value. And that's truthfully, I mean, that's that's true. The more variance and uncertainty there is, the more opportunity you have to find value against the sports book. So Odell's in, Daryl Henderson's in. Sounds like Von Miller's out. Yeah, I'm just trying to piece in, honestly, Tom, like who's playing, and I, I'm looking at this list, and I just don't know. It's it's so tough. Um, who are we talking about here? We were Ramsey, talking about the Rams. No, the Rams. I was looking for uh, the football team. I was just looking at something pretty cool. Keep going. I'll come back to this. No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you... <clears throat> I think the the smart way to play both of these games, in my opinion, is either wait it out till closer to 7 o'clock and you know exactly who's in and out and you'll get the, the firm lines based off of who's in and out. You'll get the adjusted lines. Or you roll the dice a little and... I think you take the the sides that aren't dealing with as much COVID. 
So that would be like the Eagles and the Seahawks more. I don't know, Tom. I'm trying to strategize this, yeah. but let's switch over to whatever you got. I'm leaning on the Seahawks here a bit at plus seven. I think that's a good price for a Seahawks team that is more than likely out of the playoffs at this point. I mean, they have Definitely a slim. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much out. I mean, I think they, they're not technically out, but do it that way. You will. I'm not so sure I'm convinced on the Rams. I say this every week. I'm just not so sure I'm totally convinced. Uh, my numbers bring this to a four-and-a-half-point game. So getting plus seven would be an ideal spot. However, I'm just afraid that Seattle is done so. And they've got very... It's been a long time since they've had nothing to play for or very little to play for. It does concern me a little bit. I don't want anything to do with either of these games personally, but I do lean Seattle because of all the COVID issues and everything else that's going on. I think Seattle can stay competitive. Seven points is a lot in the NFL. It's a lot to overcome. It is, and it's a divisional game, Tom. It's Russell Wilson at the end of the day, who you know is a, a great competitor. Uh even for Seattle, though, now like I'm seeing Tyler Lockett's 50-50, whether he'll clear the COVID protocol. There's just, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you, it's it's crazy. Yeah, so what I was pulling up here is there's a website, uh, and I'll, I'll credit this because this is not my work. Uh, there's a website called 538 out there, and um, they basically do forecasts and simulations and all sorts of different cool things it's a cool little website um and what they have is kind of an elo model as we talk about it's a, it's a good way to evaluate players and teams based on a number that's comparable for all and what they do here is they have it rated out by teams like by quarterbacks so they have their starter with the elo value and then they have what the backup is so it's a good get while it's not going to give you the amount of points uh, that a quarterback is better or worse to the point spread. It gives you an idea of how much worse or how little of an impact it should have based on the ELO model, which again varies depending on a lot of things, but it's just another way to look at this, and I think it was an interesting way to, to pull this up. Uh, when you look at the F Washington football team, Kyle Allen is actually rated above Tyler Heineke in ELO points, their model on this. So I thought that was really interesting and really telling to how little of a difference it probably makes. Or if it does make a difference to the point spread, is it too much of an adjustment? That's the other part of this you got to figure out. If they're plus six and a half and all, and Taylor Heineke's out and it goes to plus nine and a half, just interesting. Um, so that, they're rated very closely. Yeah, that is. It's just a lot to, a lot to unpack with all of it, you know. 
Yeah, like if you're getting three and a half extra points for what your numbers or what your research says is a wash, I mean, that's going to be a play on the football team all day. But right. something like the, you know, we'll just go to one of these other, the Buccaneers between Tom Brady and Blaine Gabbert, the ELO rating is monstrous. Stafford to the next one down, John Wolford, I believe, is their backup. I suppose it's yep. incredibly dramatic. Uh, the Good Ravens, John Wolford, Tyler Huntley has had a lot of buzz after his game the other night. Uh, just by looking how he's playing drop off between them is not as great as some of the other places. So don't be afraid to use to, to leverage the internet and when I find cool things out there, I always try and share them here and give credit where the credit is due. This is a really cool little little website. Love it. Um, one thing that I picked up too, Tom, over while you were talking there is my teaser. Actually, on the Eagles one, you're right. It, it's not technically within the Wong rules here. Uh, it, the totals are under 49 in both games. They are home favorites, but... Uh, as I'm as I'm locking this in on DraftKings, technically doesn't fit the rules to the T, but uh, still like it, Tom. It just locked it in minus one twenty on DraftKings. For what again? The teaser. The teaser. Ah, uh, yes. The teaser. Um, Good old. Teaser. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So. Let's flip over. Those are the NFL games. Let's flip over to the NBA briefly. There's a bunch of games tonight in the NBA. Uh, tennis plays, just for those wondering where the tennis plays are, uh, no tennis plays for today. Everything was very early this morning. There wasn't anything that we were interested in anyway after running our ELO model. Nothing that we had to have. So we skipped out on that, and we'll wait for the matchups to come for tomorrow morning, and we'll see if we can find anything worth getting involved in. Uh, over in the NBA, though, handful of games tonight. I've got one bet over here in the NBA. The bet that I've made is uh, the Dallas Mavericks over the Timberwolves, and it feels like I've been against the Timberwolves several times, and for the Mavericks but I know based on my numbers and everything else that I look at I know that the Timberwolves are not a good team so they've won four straight Blazers, Nuggets, Lakers Mavericks, they beat them by six uh, two nights ago, Saturday night Sunday night doesn't matter to me we're going back to the well. I think the Mavericks get it done this time. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Timberwolves have one of their best players in the COVID protocols. Isn't, um, what's his name, Anthony Edwards? Yep, he's out. So another, another benefit there for the Mavs, Tom. Anthony Towns is out? No, not Towns. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. <clears throat> their stud yes, guard. Yes. He'll be out. 
He's out. Um, I think Luca's, Luca's out too, yeah. though. Which is okay. It's okay. Yeah, you can't. That's that's another thing, Tom. You can't be afraid to fade NBA teams without their stars. Um, I I'd almost argue sometimes the star like there's almost more value in a lot of these games, and it's interesting because if you go watch an NBA game in person, and it really like takes this, in my opinion, to understand this concept. But if you go watch an NBA game in person, you'll see that. Everybody who made it on that roster is more than capable of having like a big night or performing at a, a high level as a superstar name would. Mm-hmm. And you realize that they're just really good athletes and basketball players out here. If you eliminate all the names and all the nonsense, the drop off between one player typically isn't as crazy. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been messing around with that a little in the NBA and I've been trying to like the Grizzlies, for example, I I was betting the Grizzlies a little bit while they didn't have John Morant and they went on a covering streak time. I wasn't, uh, probably should have played it more consistently, but something to keep an eye out for. I I think there's a lot of value in these spots. Absolutely. And again, something really cool that I've never seen before on, on this, the website I talked about earlier, which is com. They break down, you see this in the NFL a lot, but they have it by NBA player. And they give a projection of what, you know, war, their replacement number. So how many points are they worth with them and without them? And it has every player, you know, every player you can in the NBA has a number with them. Uh, so somebody like Doncic, they give a one and a half points is what they consider when it's all said and done. Offensive, defensive, their adjusted numbers, looking at the box score, looking at who's going to replace them. Everything's taken into wow. account. That's what you're looking at. That's a top player in the NBA. One in and a fact, half points. Some of the biggest, let me give you a few of the biggest, just because this stuff is so interesting to me. Uh, Someone like Rudy, uh, let's see, Steph Curry ranks pretty high on the war. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Jokic is actually number one. It's Yeah, so that's the thing, too, is, and I hate to even use this this guy's name, Tom, but... The guys who are really hard to replace are people like Ben Simmons, as much as I hate to say it, who's just like kind of like a freak defender where his impact defensively on the game can really shift things a little. Whereas a guy like Paul George, for example, on the Clippers last night, like, I don't know if he brings, or like a guy on the center for the Nuggets that you were just talking about. So Jokic, I mean, you can't replace that, you know, a seven foot three guy who can shoot, pass, do it all. You know, you can't really plug in a guy for that. But with other positions, it's it's easier to replace. So let's see. Ben Simmons, ultimately, he played last year, right? Last season. Yep. Yes, he did. Yeah. So we can actually they got they got the last handful of years on this. So let's go ahead and 
and just see what happens. Let's search Ben Simmons in here and just test your theory a bit. I love it. Uh, his war is 6.2 on here from last season. 6.2. Now, that's not really that high when you consider last year's. There was guys, Jokic was in, was like 17. Gobert was 13. Drew Holiday, Steph Curry ended at like 10. Devin Booker, 9. So he's, Ben Simmons is inside the top 50. He's number hmm. 37. And who was number one on last year's? Jokic. By Jokic. A, quite a big margin. I'm trying to think if, the, if there's anyone else who would really... And it's so interesting that the way that they do this because it takes into account all the different kinds of numbers and, and factors that you would think would matter. So I think this is fascinating stuff. I, I can't believe I've never seen this before. For as much I, as I look at, the, at stuff like this, I cannot believe I've never seen it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to dig in on that a little bit and see some of the guys that, uh, you know, maybe you wouldn't expect that are higher up. But it's interesting. It is. Very good. Very good. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up a Wager. Ricky, I think that's going to do it for us today. We got a play in the NBA, a teaser in the NFL for the two games that happen simultaneously. Interesting stuff there. Yep. No tennis plays, of course. We'll come back with them tomorrow morning. Don't forget. Steadypicks.com. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Good luck tonight. And we'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. But you can't.